0: Well, wait a minute. Now, I see the queen in the building with a smoke shotgun cloud-esque vibe, but there's only one thing that is missing with a vibe like that. Ah, I got it. Wait a minute. Hey, play that song, DJ. (laughs) Yeah, highlight. Yeah, listen, yeah, Don't listen. forget the real though Yeah, yeah I bet you won't turn me up What's that you bumping it ain't vibing hard enough hey, hey, No Check hey, my playlist guaranteed you ain't hey, hit hey, up yeah, From the Indies yeah, to the mainstream yeah, bring hey, nice stuff nice yeah, talks for the way What you mean? Run it uh run, run it run it, 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 it. Ha huh. Pass that Ox, pass that, ox, hey. Bobby your back Box on the scene, the yeah. winning yeah. Janine, I'm bringing yeah. the facts, they know yeah. what I mean, nope. music comparisons, yeah it's embarrassing, up in the Ford, I feel like I'm Harrison, back on the fast track, mighty and morphing my name, I feel like a gentleman, top of my class, a legend, I'm feeling like three stacks. okay, As- hey. word to Aaliyah, taking it back and forth, I'm feeling so one in a million, I'm Tim Tim like Travis McCoy, gym class, hero, wanting a billion, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what's going on, it's your boy, you already know what it is you already know what it is it's your boy your favorite neighborhood mediator favorite innovator you already know the prince of botch himself the man of many names innovate you know all that good stuff but hey, hey, hey y'all already know we back in full effect welcome to another episode of pass the Ox, one of the greatest musical podcasts of all time i am joined by none other than my two favorite people in the building, none other than ladies first. Of course, we are talking about none other than you already know her as the queen. You already know her as my favorite one true cousin. You know her as Miss Bougie Thuggin, the queen of Clatchet. Not to be confused with Ratchet, ladies and gentlemen. That is Miss <laughs> Janine. What's happening? Hey y'all. What's happening? What's happening? That's How you good. feeling? Feel like it's been a All minute, right. cuzzo <laughs> I know.
1: I always Mm -hmm. miss y'all. Even though I talk to y'all like every day, the Mm -hmm. recording is different. So it was always nice to see you all. It It
2: is a different vibe. vibe.
0: It is, it is. And of course, we can't forget none other than the hardest working man in show business. You already know he's back in full effect, but this time something looks a little different back there. Oh, I know what it is. My boy worked so hard that he got him a new setup, a new background, a whole new visual for the people to see so none other than you already know him. Everybody's favorite brother, everybody that you love to hate, hate to love. And of course you can't forget none other than the critique of Mwah, Artiste himself, Mr. Derek Myers. What's up, sir? What's going on? What's going on? Ah, oh, man, you know, y'all already know how we do, man. Y'all family, we up in here with these family vibes and it's just so much to talk about on today. So uh man, y'all already know. I mean, y'all ready for what we got going to store today? Y'all, y'all ready to chop this stuff up? Sure, of
2: course. Boy and ready.
0: All day. So uh, you know, I guess we'll get this little segment out of the way. Y'all already know, man. Been a little minute since we did one of these. So uh ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna kick this thing off. Y'all already know how we like to do it. So uh I'm gonna go around the room and say, what's been in your ears?
1: Oh. <laughs> um so <laughs> i don't even know how that goes um got okay so because <laughs> i'm retarded but um so i've been listening to culture through amigos of course mm-hmm. okay. and even though i'm like pro amigos because they're from the north but I've never listened to Amigos Project. Anything that I listen to is like whatever's on the radio or whatever is popular. So this is the first album that I've actually listened to front to back. And I think it's great. It's wonderful. It's a vibe. Um, and although I have my favorites, I can listen to the whole- only one that I'm skipping is probably Birthday. But hmm. uh, I I assume y'all haven't listened to it yet. No. Oh. Oh, I have. I you listened have? to it the
0: day the day it was out. What I do you think about it? it? Wow. Um, in all honesty, well, first off, when I heard Avalanche, I had loved that track off top, just yes. off the sample alone. So you know me, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Temptations. So the moment that mm-hmm. came on, I said, Oh, this what they doing for real? And it got me so much that I had to go look this dog on beat up just to go get it on it myself. <laughs> and I did it and I was determined and I found it. And I said, I'm going to do a little something myself on this baby. So Avalanche off top was definitely stand out. Um, the track with Cardi, you know, I can't remember the names off top because I know it's been a minute since we since we got the record when shit. it was fresh out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Type-ish. You know, that, that was uh, interesting. You know, Cardi... Um, Congrats! Well, we'll cover that. We'll cover yes! that on the entertainment okay, side. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll cover that on the entertainment entertainment side of things. But still, uh, Cardi did her thing right there. You know, she was Cardi, and uh, that would have been helpful for the versus fans battle that we did back in the day with that verse that she had. Because I think that would have been fans worthy. But uh, oh,
1: you do you did you like her verse?
0: Yeah, she you know she kind of snapped a little bit. She kind of did the <laughs> thing a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean it was better than well. I haven't heard the last song that. Whatever that Khaled album was, I still haven't listened to that. So it was better than whatever y'all it. described with that it ain't worth it.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. I love Cardi. Like I love Cardi's energy. I like her quotables. I like mm-hmm. how she's like, I was shitted on for so long and now I'm about to give y'all hell. I love it. Yeah. But I think the verse on this, like it started off good, but it was a couple points. So I was like, okay, that was like a little force. And it Kind of brought me back to our critique of her verse on or her song on Khaled's album. of is, is it like, okay, are we really impressed by her bars right now or are we just liking it because it's Cardi?
2: I didn't like it and I wasn't impressed.
1: Okay. Well, not Khaled like Khaled. That.
2: That, that was horrible. That was the worst mm-hmm. I've ever heard of. Oh, wow. But she
1: was like, no <laughs> Yonsei with, <laughs> with this Birkin, but I'm rolling with. On um, with this Kelly, and then did the uh, at the end. I was like, okay, all
0: right, see, see
1: flex, but okay, flex. <laughs> like it was just kind of like anyway. But uh, big flex,
0: <laughs> but uh, but no, overall, I liked um, 3 a lot. it was yeah, it was it was a pretty solid album. Like you, I haven't really just listened to like Amigos album in a in a full, you know solid, but I think they were like the biggest release of that day. So I was just like, all right, let me go ahead and check these vibes out and. Uh, like I said, they had some some real the beats. The production definitely was uh, mm-hmm. on point for this one for sure. Uh, with a lot of the ones, uh, shout out to the track with Juice World. Uh, you know that was different in a way because I mean you know to everyone who knows his style, uh, to hear Migos with their style kind of hop on a song with Juice World and his style, that was interesting to me a little bit. You know I didn't expect them to kind of get in feels feels like that uh along with the one with Justin Bieber as well that was that was an interesting collab as well that was
1: interesting yeah, yeah.
0: didn't expect that I was like okay yeah cool um but yeah overall continue uh Miss Janine what else have you been just another
1: this? critique on Culture 3 I think is so interesting at how the the more popular two of the group has been Quavo and Offset Mm-hmm. But Takeoff, really, what what I'm realizing is Takeoff is my favorite part of all the songs that I really like. Whether it be his, his ad the way he sounds on it, his his actual verse, mm-hmm. um, Takeoff is amazing. And I, I, I don't know if he's cool with, like, being the underdog, so to speak, in the group. But mm-hmm. I would like for him to get his flowers a little bit more because he's dope. Tray, tray dope. I wonder
2: um, if he's like an introvert because he should have done a, a solo career as well. He did. He did? Yeah. He, has a, he does. Was it, he ha- wait, he actually has a solo career outside of amigos. Outside
1: of Let's see. To my um, understanding. I think I love,
2: he did like mixtapes. Yeah. Oh, just mix tapes. No,
1: he 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 has album. an album that was dropped in two in two thousand eighteen. The last wrap. Really? hmm
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: So he definitely did his. Well, maybe um, I'll take I'll take thing.
2: that back though.
0: Yeah, he probably just been again. You know, there's always one that's under the radar. Usually, with a whenever you talk about groups, there's always that underrated, under the radar person. It doesn't get talked about as much, but does a lot of the behind the scenes thing because I do believe he's also the one that does most of their beats. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah.
2: there's always that factor, you know, like he's that well, that's yeah. that's why I thought he must he must have been more of a, a of an introvert because because of being a producer, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to be, you know, all in the spotlight. That's why I figured he was more so just doing, but that's interesting. Did mm-hmm. not know he
1: came out on a solo album. <laughs> yeah, he's fire.
2: Um,
1: something else that we talked about on, um, through chat was how we often criticize or have made the comment about Megan, like, you know, Megan's lyrics are really, you know, is a lyricist and we should see her do that more. And how much longer can we listen to her talking about ass and twerking apparently forever because thought ish, it's like, yeah, I'm walking around just singing it. I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't a song I should sing in public. But it's it's, it's a summer banger. If she don't do nothing else, <laughs> me, she's gonna make a song that we're gonna get hyped to.
2: Let me ask you this though: it, Do you are you upset or disappointed that uh, the TikTok strike happened with this song?
1: I, I love it because the fact that she literally gives you instructions, <laughs> hands on my knees, shake hands on my thought. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: and Black creators was like, we're not going to give you the yeah, swag yeah, yeah. and yeah. the drip. And what the YT people have come up with is this.
2: <laughs> yeah just walking around i
1: love it like <laughs> I love it like like just i i I need it to be known that without us there is no culture you know what I mean and right, i right. want to talk about that a little bit more on our other topic well, but saying. um yeah it, it's it's like without us you don't have anything to pull from you don't have anything to be inspired by and you're mm-hmm. very bland. <laughs> very, very bland.
2: Very unseasoned.
1: Very unseasoned. You know, just as
0: much as the food. But uh, mm.
1: and um, yeah. Tyler, the creator, dropped a project. Yeah. Call me if you get lost. And I've listened to it a couple times, and I haven't really been able to really like dive into it so much because I'm still on culture and I've told y'all before I really have to be in the mood or in the right Mm. mindset to really appreciate an album but the first few listens off top anytime you start off with gangsta grizzles you already know I'm there (laughs) you already know I'm there Uh Uh and and it's such a breath (laughs) of fresh air from you know the like trappy stuff and the yeah. And the vibe music and his beat selection and the production is dope. So I'm excited to sit with it a little bit longer.
0: Mm, I rock with that. Okay. Okay. Ah, never really listened to Tyler Creator. I'm going to have to try to, maybe that'll be the project Me to either. try to check him out. I've never really, never just been my flavor of a, of an artist for some reason. Maybe it was the cockroaches thing. I don't know, but... I, <laughs> you know I what it was supplement.
1: for me? Remember when him and Odd Future, they would do like these videos and stuff. And it was one video they did where they did like a drug smoothie. Mm-hmm. They just threw a bunch of stuff in it. And then mm-hmm. you see them like peeling off their nails. It was like, it was just too much. <laughs> it was just too much. So I, I haven't really listened to their music so much. Like I watch different shows that they're on like like on Vice, so yeah. I'm more in tune with them as people versus artists or musicians. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Tyler is very creative and very dope. Got you. Got you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, uh, brother Derek, then uh, we're gonna pass this over to you, sir. Uh, what have you been vibing to outside of what we already know? What you've been vibing to with oh, the yeah. regular? Yeah, you know? oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I actually listened to that new album, the newest album, again today. Um, no, but, uh, reggae has just been constant, but I actually, um, I actually listened to some Bow Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I listened to Bow Wow because of the battle, knowing we were about to go into the battle and then coming out of the battle. I, I, I think I actually think he's like more like unappreciated than I thought.
1: Thank you. Would you like to have this conversation yes. now? Yes. I think we should. Okay. Yes. Please continue. Are we are we are we really? We yeah. I, I think we go can.
0: Now.
2: Let's I, I, do so it. it's a perfect say, segue. I, I think it's a think it's segue. A, it's a segue. Let let it be a segue. Cause I, I, I think I agree with you on that. I, I like. It's an issue. It's an issue. I, 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 think. I think he is just unappreciated. I think people need to very stop much so. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people said that they had Soldier Boy winning this going as his battle, and I was trying to figure out how. You
1: um, know what it is because people like to, be and 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 we've had this conversation. We're just now getting to a point where we appreciate older acts. In hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. I think because he was a child star, and we watched him grow up, and we've seen him do the 106 and Park thing. There's a lot of this notion like he's corny or whatever, but if the battle did not show us anything, first of all, he's a fucking legend. Oh, yeah. He he commands the stage. He he was a performer he was leading up to the songs perfectly Mm -hmm. and no shade to soldier boy because soldier boy is dope too but like going like actual verses like he was rapping versus boy just playing beats just kind (laughs) of vibing out on stage and it's like how impressive is that
2: it wasn't it wasn't i I actually it was fun it was entertaining it was entertaining, but I wasn't impressed yes. by by Soldier Boy at all. You played three versions of the same track twice. So you're saying 6 rounds out of the 20 you played two different songs.
1: You know what I'm saying? I think I didn't like that. I don't think he came prepared. He did. I, I don't think he was as prepared as 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 what he should have been. Because you can tell Bow like thought about how he was gonna do his song, like the uh, I guess the the lineup of songs, um, the fact that on a couple of rounds, Soldier's voice, I mean verse, wasn't even queued up. It was somebody else's verse.
2: I think that was DJ Academics.
1: First of all, never mind. But okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go let it out queen DJ academics (laughs) DJ has to stand for like an abbreviation of his name I don't know I don't think it's literal disc disc jockey like definitely joking that's what it sounds yeah and like no shade to DJ academics I think like you know he's cool for what he does Mm -hmm. but um probably wasn't the best time to be like oh I'm gonna let you DJ this set for a versus battle against Bow Wow
2: yeah uh he should have practiced he should have practiced. I was literally sitting I was like well, why why are we playing the entire s-? when I heard trace songs for like <laughs> a solid minute and a half, I'm sitting I'm like, bro come on now, like this actually deflates his round, even if you get to his verse and you like it it def- yeah. you know like in a battle it's supposed to be boom 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 like it was come both-
1: hard off top.
2: Yeah, it it would go to Bow Wow. Bow Wow would would kill it, and then all of a sudden you get the momentum stops with Soldier Boy.
1: What were your thoughts when Soldier brought out Romeo?
2: I was confused. I liked it because it was Romeo, right? But it's your round. You're telling me you don't have enough music to put something on that round. That's that's how that's how it came across to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, again, it was entertaining. He was entertaining, but that that was that wasn't a battle. That was just like a performance, you know? And, and hey, cool. That's how you wanted to be, but that I didn't I wasn't really I wasn't impressed. I was impressed by Bow Wow. I wasn't impressed by Soldier Boy.
1: When he first brought out Romeo, I was like, Why? What is this?" But when started talking and, and, and doing his little spiel after his performance, I thought it was really dope that he did bring him out there. Yeah. And I think it was cool. Romeo was saying, you know, when I wanted us to do this versus, it wasn't so much about the music. It was the that we've always been pitted against each other when it wasn't anything that we, any personal feelings we had, it was everybody else putting us against each other and for that to be the first time that they were on a stage together mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it was done by a versus was a beautiful thing and it was nice to see positivity and love between everybody
2: most definitely i agree i agree that was but that was i still didn't get it like not <laughs> on the round bro like on the round <laughs> like nah, eh, whatever it was cool.
1: There's there they are setting up what they did for me was set up for the second round of the millennium tour very nicely because it was very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Like you saw Romeo come out and um Amarion came out and you're like, Oh, this was such a good time. This was a fun ass time. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't go to the first millennium tour, but now I'm like, I'm right, and I'll wear the jersey dress you... when I go.
2: Yeah, I was about to ask if you guys are gonna go because that—that's um. That'd be that'd be a very interesting um lineup. That'd be a very interesting lineup. I I, I would like to see it. Yeah.
1: What were your thoughts, Dwayne? You look like you... <laughs> yeah, you just quiet. What your thoughts on this battle?
0: I mean, what could I say? You guys was covering just about everything. I just, you know, I'm like, you know, they really, really wanted to go there that quick. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. They, clearly you guys had a lot to let out, I see. So, I mean, I get it, you know? Uh, nah, man, honestly, um, this is actually kind of funny. Um... I actually enjoyed this battle for different reasons. More Ooh. on an appreciative status. Um, because of the fact that... Low-key, I kind of hated both of these guys. <laughs> growing up. Wow. I hated both of these guys. I couldn't stand either one of them at one point. I mean, about early, early, early bounce with me Bow Wow I liked. But then it was like... Uh, you know females, oh my God damn it! it got on my nerves, and I was just like, shut up, you know, and I just I couldn't stand it and I was just like, man, get that out of my face, bro like, but um eventually over time, you know, grew to appreciate uh both artists, and that's even way before this versus thing. It was mm-hmm. like you know, I grew to kind of be like, I guess compared to what's been out these days, it was like, yeah these were better times. <laughs> like I was like, I can't believe I couldn't stand you guys giving what's out now. But it was like, you know, hey, <laughs> stuff like that. But it was more appreciative. But also just on a trailblazing standpoint. But I mean, um, truth be told, I'm glad to hear you guys respect Romeo, but I hate the internet. Uh, Because it was like, I, I feel you, Derek, in terms of, I remember when Soldier Boy did that, That did throw me off because I think I was out and about at this time because I had to watch it while I was still working. Mm -hmm. And my phone was literally on the edge of dying. So I was just like, yo, I was enjoying it the whole round. Like, damn, man, I hope my phone don't just like die on me in the middle of this because I really wanted to watch it. And and I'm proud of my phone. It stayed alive long enough to where when they was (laughs) like, okay, you guys are dismissed. Y'all good to go. Bet. Got right in the car, put the charger in. And then I just kept riding, you know, listening to it. I couldn't watch it, watch it. And then when I got home and it was ended, I re-back, went back and rewatched it. That's the first and probably the only Versus Battle that I've ever like literally rewatched after it just aired. And I went back and literally watched that again from start to finish. And um, I mean, honestly, Soldier Boy's part was expected in terms of his antics. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows him really as a lyricist like Bow Wow. Yeah. Of course There's he was going to do that. That's you
2: know, lyricism.
0: My point exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody expected him to actually perform his stuff. He doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I saw, I think it was a status or a tweet. Who know who really listens to his lyrics anyway? It's his hooks y'all know. Mm-hmm. okay so as when soon as shootout you the you came on oh my yeah, god everybody was tripping right <laughs> so it's like that's why he didn't perform the stuff he didn't have to all he had to do was just play yeah. the hook he knew y'all was gonna vibe and he just had to do the antics that's it that's all he had to do but i found it more comedic and i enjoyed it for the comedic reasons because i just love the back yeah. and forth between those two. Oh, like how petty of it was it for Bow Wow to just play that sound bite of, ah, I didn't grow up like, Bow oh, well, I didn't grow up like this. I, I went to public school. school. <laughs> yeah, this and that. You know, and Bow Wow just sitting there like, looking in his face, laughing like, mm-hmm. This,
1: yeah, it like, was you know what, you know what, like homie. Million. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it's like you know <laughs> what,
0: homie. While you was doing all this, I was at thirteen setting up number one records. Boom, bounce with me. I'm like, oh snap. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> like fair yeah. enough, my guy. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. I was like, you know, but um, truth be told, man. Obviously, my favorite point of this was that that triangular effect with Romeo Soldier Boy and you know Bow Wow, because of the fact. It's funny, really, because I didn't even notice that Rome was right when he said he mentioned Bao in My Baby. I, I happened to listen to that. Just like you listened to Bao, I ended up listening to some of Romeo stuff. And when I listened to My Baby, I had caught when he said that. And he said, I make him jump like crisscross, bounce like Bao. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's what he meant when he said that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he did mention Bao in this song before. And like you said, Nian, it's just, it is crazy that literally mainstream, pit them against each other like that over the years to where, like, you never once saw them. And once again, just like Romeo said in Soldier Boy's case, being the trailblazer, he's the only rapper to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's probably the only rapper that's ever going to do it to have those two on the same stage. Atlanta, growing up, hip-hop didn't even put these two in the same doggone TV screen for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because they were both friends with Angela Simmons. Mm-hmm. Both of them had a little thing with Angela Simmons on screen. So it's like. See, that thought, I that thought. Would've... I thought they did. I was confused yeah. all the other day. I was like, hold up, didn't they both? Yeah, they both had a little thing both with Ange because I... they're both very close with her. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where it was like, even a reality show didn't have them on the same screen together yet along. So for Soldier Boy to be the first person to do that, just proved Romeo's point about him being a trailblazer like that, doing things that nobody else would have done. Mm-hmm. It took twenty years to do something like that. That's crazy.
2: You yeah. know. You know what I liked about what Romeo said though, uh, when he said that uh, that Bow Wow was the Kobe of their generation. He was the no the no uh, Bow Wow was the Michael Jordan of their generation. He was mm-hmm. the Kobe. And uh, Soldier. Soldier
0: Boy was LeBron. Yeah. I agreed. I thought that was pretty I thought that accurate. was a nice little. I... It was. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, that, that was good.
1: Sense. Yeah, but it, it,
0: look, makes this, this it makes sense. This is exactly. But see, look, again, this is why I agree with y'all. This is why I say I hate the internet, right? Because you got the internet over there clowning Romeo for that very saying. And I'm like, y'all are really missing the picture of what he's saying when he says yeah. that.
3: Yeah. you're you're, yeah. you're
0: looking at the catalog of his music and you're thinking, you're like, And I was, shout out to Dorian, you know, she's a nice friend. We were talking about it. She admitted, she was such a Romeo person back then. And she was saying, like, people forget what that man was doing just like Bow Wow. They were both neck and neck in terms at one point when they were like just, you know, you had the girls, that fan base of Romeo, that fan base of Bow Wow. And they were the only two big, since Mm Crisscross. they were the only two big child stars at that time like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, you could say the the Britney Spears is the they were teenagers. These were like little kids, like like kid kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like
1: it's and they're really the last of that brand too. Like I I can't name a child star or a child rapper specifically mm-hmm. that was able to do the numbers and create a fan base in a following way that they did. Honestly,
0: yeah. the only thing you could say is whatever that is, Jermaine Dupree had. Had that show, uh, the rap game. That's the closest you can. There's like YouTube viral kids, but yeah. you can't count that because if you don't watch YouTube, first of all, you're not gonna know who the heck those kids are anyway if you don't watch mm-hmm. YouTube like that. Uh, so half the time, most of those viral kids' sensations on YouTube, you can't really count that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, it's just it's it's crazy, man, because that's that's what. It's like, you know what I mean? And I really did appreciate every bit of that. And like you guys said, the nostalgia, um, just seeing, and again, that was very accurate to, to it was literally like looking at a rap hip hop version of those three. Like that's what it would have been like if we saw MJ, Kobe, and LeBron in the same arena at a hall of fame speech or something like, giving each other, like imagine Kobe's Hall of Fame speech, right? If he was alive and you had LeBron there and and Jordan there to just kind of literally give props like that, uh, you know, to each other and giving each other their roses. And, you know, you right. When you say, Derek, um, honestly, with what you said about Bow Wow, I say the same thing for Soldier Boy. He don't get his due either. So at the end of the day, neither one of these two get their due for what they did and nor does Romeo in a different way. And the fact that all three of them could really just sit there and respectfully acknowledge each other mm-hmm. in yeah. front of everybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Enough said, man, Liar. that's all you needed. So yeah. if if any of them were to die tomorrow, it was all good because they know what they were able to do the moments like this. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and that that's the type of moment you replay if either one of them were to pass away suddenly out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you sure. Know what I'm saying? So knock on
1: wood, heaven forbid.
0: Yeah, heaven forbid. You know, that these Every are all time young time. men. They got a long yeah. lifespan, but yeah, you know, but uh that was fun. That was a fun versus. So, you know, uh shout out for versus for actually getting one right, I guess. Hey, hold on. You didn't feel like
1: up, up. they got a couple, they got they a- got a few
0: right, they got a few right, but you know the Ron, the Isaac Brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire. The DMX Snoop was good. That Gucci and good. Jeezy. Wait, Gucci yeah. and Jeezy. Yeah. Well, minus the DJs being annoying in that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They easy. they were
2: very annoying. Yeah.
0: And yeah, yeah, but they they were they were good. Yeah, they were good. Too. And yeah. the sound wasn't well no, that that was Ashanti and uh Keisha Cole. That yeah, that was confusing. Yeah, that sound was not great. Uh, but and
1: then, um, it was dope for them to like, for this, I was gonna say for them to have a live audience, but I feel like Gucci yes. and Jeezy also had people there mm, too, or, mm. or, or, or what was that just their team?
0: They were they in were a club. Teams. Yeah. That might've been just because they were in like a club and I, I think that it was just their team.
2: Yeah. I don't think that, cause cons- okay. I don't think that, that, um, would be considered a, a live audience. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the, I, the eyes, of the brothers and them had a live audience. Did they actually? I didn't yeah, see anybody was, you didn't see them, but they were there, they had a live audience. Oh lit. Actually, these funny. last few have had lot because uh Method Man and Red Mans had a live audience too. Did I remember it? theirs had yeah, theirs kind of had a little bit of a live audience too, in a way. Okay. So I think right. that's kind of the new thing you're gonna see. It's like I don't know if this was Swiss and Timbaland's vision for this now, but it seems like from now on. Versus seems to turn into like a concert style thing. Yeah, it thing. could be a
3: concert. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. it is most yeah. definitely. Most I
0: think definitely. now it's just gonna be a concert style thing where it's like, hey, you know, it's not gonna be like a full set, but it's like, hey, especially because I feel like this the reason why this one's in my top three, as you mentioned, Janine. This is your top three? Yes, for me, because of the fact that with what Janine said, the nostalgic factor. Uh-huh. My boy brought my boy Bow brought on three six mafia. Well, half of three six mafia. Okay. He brought on franchise boys. He brought on a Mario. That's right. Okay. Soldier boy. Soldier boy Boy freaking brought Romeo in this thing. And it was somebody Mm else. Who else did he bring in this? You literally had almost everybody from the 2000s. Uh, French. French.
1: Oh well, French is in 2000s, but he didn't. But
0: you get my point. Mm -hmm. The fact Mm -hmm. is he brought a they both brought people from that from their era all in there. And it literally was like a straight-up concert. Yeah. You know, tough. fans and all. I wish the fans were just a little bit
2: more interactive than they were. But, How much you, know, you want to bet Bow Wow took that girl home?
1: The girl in the green? Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's quite yeah. possible. Yeah. But She'd leave she by herself that night. <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, no.
0: Correction. Bow Wow didn't. Shad Moss did. Remember, there's a difference between that. Two. Yeah. You didn't yeah.
2: That. yeah. <laughs> well, he so, said he left Shad home.
0: He said that until after the camera stopped rolling. And then Shad probably <laughs> came back and it was like, all right. Yeah. Come on me, Shad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, man. But uh, a lot of people were kind of mad that he didn't have his daughter up there to do the, uh, the let me know down. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, that would have been <laughs> perfect. She did a great job with that. Yeah,
0: when
1: but, he yeah. did the. <laughs>
2: Thing. Oh, oh that's out.
0: Meme City apparently
2: now. Like, yeah. oh, that, was, no, that was he did that at a, a prior performance,
1: yeah, and they made fun of it,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, as he said, we're gonna go viral again. And, oh, yeah. Suit? yeah, and
1: the fact that he brought out Brad and he brought out JD and Amari, mm-hmm. like, the, the whole thing was dope. It was yeah.
2: phenomenal. I do, I, would it have been weird if Sierra was there? Uh, no, not in that
0: moment.
3: That it anymore. I not anymore. Not, so.
0: a, not, not You, you think the awkwardness is kind of compared compared to what she has with future?
2: Oh yeah, yeah that's, that no, that's that is yeah, perspective. That is perspective. I forgot.
0: About... Yeah, compared to future, <laughs> bow wow ain't nothing. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like whatever they had, that's nothing compared to future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that's awkward. You bring that on stage, that's awkward. And but then like, in,
1: like, retrospect, too, like, they that was, like, puppy love. Like, they were ki- kids still. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were still kids. You know what I'm then. saying? So, yeah. like, you don't really carry baggage from young love like that. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. So I As- feel like it would have
0: been okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I would have I loved to have seen it. That would have sure surprised me, man. Seeing I was hoping up there. to see her. Yeah, it would have been nice. It would yeah. be like, oh, snap. But it just proves the point of yet again, like, that's why I put that in my top because of the factor of literally uh, just the antics, the back and forth of for how they were just joking with each other in only a way that you knew they would do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like you said, the stage presence that Bow Wow and Soulja Boy in his own way commanded uh, like that. And lastly, the only thing, the only negative I had was just I wish that crowd was just a little more interactive because when some of those real hit hits came, it was like, come yeah, on quiet. son like y'all just standing there bro like yeah. get
1: hype hype but you know people are too cool for school now yeah, like was I was like, in my room like
0: Heck yeah, boy. <laughs> Even I was freaking out. I was like, boy, I was like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. heck yeah. You know, like, bounce yeah. with me. I was like, shoot, I
1: remember how I felt back
0: then when I was out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's my name? What? That's like my favorite all-time Bow Wow song. What?
1: Even when Bow was like, oh, so you're gonna play She, she got a Donk, like, I don't have twerk music. And then he played Pop, Lock, and Drop it. Yeah, I was it. like, oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. You know, yeah. I
2: forgot about that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. How about that track? I was like, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah. What no,
0: what threw me for a loop was when he played I'm a flirt, because I didn't even know that was his track. I didn't that either. threw me the hell off. I didn't know that was his track.
2: I'm like, wait, that's Bow Wow's track? Really? So that so that's that's something <sighs> he did say that on uh The Breakfast Club that he was gonna bring out some tracks that we didn't realize he worked on. Mm-hmm. And that was that was definitely the biggest surprise. I I I, I agree with you on that mm-hmm. one. And
0: that and that proves more about just his you know his status uh, as an artist and you know and I'm now where Soldier Boy had a one up to me on Bow Wow. He did the Gucci Man effect. I call that the Gucci Man effect of what Gucci did to Jeezy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's all well and good, but what you got right now, son? Mm-hmm. What you got in 2021? And for that. I don't care how many people say Bow Wow won this battle. It may be true, but in terms of relevancy, Soldier Boy still showed you. I'm still out here doing stuff like I got stuff that's like current too. You now know, like, and, yeah. And, and, I don't have to was, rap
1: ever, ever, again. And I'm still making my. True. Like, true. Like, oh, so that's a flex. <laughs> that's a Flex though. So I, flex. again,
0: it was like it was like okay, cool. You know what I mean? It, it works. But uh yeah, man, that was that was that was Bow Wow was
2: only like what thirty three. Yeah, he's only in his thirties. Yeah, like, people he's still think very he's like, young. It is, that, it's like crazy to think about that. I mean, like,
0: really, just, all just, all three of them, because uh, even yeah. even Romeo's about like two years younger than him, because uh, he's my age. So he's like thirty one, you know. Uh, and that's why I was like, and Soldier, I don't even think he's thirty yet. I don't think. I have to look. His isn't he thirty right?
1: yet? I, I think, don't think he's like. He if not. Let's see. There's nothing Google oh, can't fix. But either no. way, they're they're both really young, and and then to um just kind of acknowledge the fact that they had major six kids mm-hmm. is a flex in itself. And like we've said a million times during this conversation, like they definitely deserve their flowers. Mm-hmm. That's
0: definitely, for sure, man. So again, with you guys, that Millennium tour should be very very interesting uh for sure and uh yeah he is
1: 30, Soldier 30. Boy. He's so 30
0: wow all of them right there in their 30s then so that's, that's really like prime status with all three of them that's crazy yeah. yeah that's crazy. Wow. so go and behold ladies and gentlemen so uh let's segue over you know since uh was wait what if
1: what have you been listening to? What is in your
0: <laughs> ear? Definitely took oh oh now, now we're gonna ask what's in my ears after we just of like of course we
1: wanna know what is in your ears a tangent. You know how people just,
0: do. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, I we're black. We are, we're, <laughs> okay, well, Punnington. all right, that works. Uh all right, so um well, I've been really vibing to my guy. Um, I hope I say his name right, but my guy Masego. I've really been, uh, I've really been vibing to him a lot. Probably because I also, one, I love his music, but also like me, he's a saxophone player. So I get a lot of inspiration in seeing how he's able to incorporate both sides of the element like that. And uh, his EP, his latest EP that he had dropped, um, that thing just had me in a frenzy. I was, it was five tracks, but I was just, vibing to them all back and forth back and forth and uh been listening to a lot of afro uh music lately been in my afro vibes because i'm working on a afro song as we speak a couple of afro songs actually a couple a couple of afro stuff i'm working on um with the artist that uh has that style um who switched it up switched up his style to that afro style and so me and him are collabing on a lot of stuff. So I, you'll, you'll probably be seeing me in my Afro bag real soon. Uh, so just in time for the summer, you know, as you can see my co-host yeah. with the Jamaican Shuts, you know, so it's there. Oh, that it's, it's wasn't kidding, on purpose, man. but you know. It was that, <laughs> there you go, there you go, there you go. Uh, so, you know, um, been on that lately. And um, what else have I been vibing to, man? Just uh, quite a bit of, you know, a little bit of everything, man. But for the most part, I mean, again, you know, Definitely uh, kind of vibe to some Soldier Boy and Bow Wow Romeo and all that just for that throwback feel of things. Really, uh, the 2000s in general kind of had me go look at some stuff back then, too. And um, yeah, man, you know, a little jazz and a little bit of just, you know, just been it's been simple. Uh, I've been I've been working. So I guess you could also say like highlight again, just because I'm working on like freestyles and just keeping the pen sharp if you will just trying to you know stay in tune uh so yeah that's that's really about it you know i can't really well i have
1: a question what's up highlight we're gonna deviate from podcaster highlight how how have you been um vibing with the success of of your latest project sally b oh
0: yeah um oh yeah I've been really enjoying the uh, feedback from a lot of people. I'm still actually getting a lot of feedback about this uh, project from people. Um, I'm hearing best project that I've ever put out. I'm hearing best. You can tell that it was four years in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I'm hearing just a lot of, lot of people just talk about this thing in such a way that it, it it's, 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 um, it's humbling because it's exactly what I was going for. Like, you know, it's a, it's a satisfactory kind of factor where I can actually for once kind of sit back and just really say, you actually lived out the vision that you got. You know, like it's it's it sounds the way you wanted it to sound. It came out the way you wanted it to come out and people are responding to it the exact way you wanted them to respond to it when it dropped was start start to finish um so i mean uh to everybody who has listened thank you uh who continues to listen thank you um working on a couple of things for you guys got some some new music videos uh a tiny desk concert we're gonna do for y'all with uh, a few few of my favorites from that project uh so we, we we got a lot of stuff coming for y'all uh that's well in this works uh so Thank y'all again, man. Just continue to vibe with your boy, and uh, keep streaming it. Sally be fry, ladies and gentlemen. I, I do appreciate y'all for that.
1: Yeah. Definitely,
2: stuff definitely, definitely, bro.
0: Much love, man. So, I guess uh, Miss Janine. Now that we've gotten that out the way, let's transition over to our entertainment side of things real quick. <laughs> let's uh, there's a lot in the entertainment world to uh, discuss uh, before we get to our meat of this episode. Uh, well, go ahead and uh, what, what's been happening in the uh, musical world these days?
1: I feel like our team spoke on the entertainment news that I was going to talk about anyway, which is the versus battle. So sorry, but we teeter on that line of <laughs> <laughs> segments. Um, but Cardi announced her, or kind of revealed, rather, her second pregnancy with Offset on the BET Awards. And she looks great per yeah usual and um I don't know bro I feel like people are even though we podcast right and 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 we do report on a lot of the entertainment stuff when we have to talk about artists personal lives but I just feel people are too invested and care too much like I've heard a lot of people speak negatively about this pregnancy but obviously Cardi is doing fine and obviously her and Offset's relationship is good if they decided to have another baby. So why speak negatively on it? And why project whatever your feelings are onto, their, onto this couple? They are Y'all are not in the same lane. So leave it alone.
2: They're negative in terms of her taking him back?
1: Her taking him back, her having another baby. Um, the fact that he's a cheater, um the fact that she's having another baby and this is her career. Like, I think she very much proved in the first pregnancy, like this baby is not gonna stop a show. Yeah. Like at all. Like I I can literally do it all. And then as far as the relationship with offset and and him cheating. I don't think anybody appreciates a ghetto-ass a love story the way I do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the fact that, like, you know, we don't know the ins and outs of these folks' relationship. You yeah. don't know what it's like to be dating someone when both of you are at the heights of your careers and um you're both experiencing Fame and, and, and and experiencing just life in a different way for the first time, and then on top of all that, you're trying to cultivate and build relationship. That's a lot, bro. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a lot.
2: Yeah. A
1: lot.
2: So, I mean, I, know, and I, I, and I bet a lot of people that has something to say are in those situations where they've had people cheating on them and they're and they're pregnant yeah. by them. So just what... because
1: you're cheating a ba- um, baby's daddy <laughs> is not about anything and can't provide in any way. Come on. That does not apply to Cardi and Offset. <laughs> and how
2: about this? You said. How is it just that, you know, Offset didn't get his stuff together? How do we know that that's not what happened?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, people keep talking about how they want uh 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 and this is probably a venus and mars conversation but there's a lot of people that that have these uh uh arguments about wanting to see men step up and 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 take responsibility and then when one does now all of a sudden you're going to clown the woman that took him back for stepping up
1: i remember when everybody was like just discussed when he showed the uh i forget what festival that was that that um she did oh yeah where 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 um he came on stage and like apologized in front of everyone and brought out roses y'all are lying if you're saying that you wouldn't have appreciated this 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 grandiose romantic gesture of i fucked up in front of the world here i am apologizing in front of the world
2: and see another thing is people aren't also taking into consideration these are public figures someone messes up in public you have to apologize in public you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying you can't you can't you can't really handle a lot of that stuff behind closed doors you 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 can but the beginning of it has to be public so that everyone knows ah okay so you're on this tip now Mm -hmm. Like I actually until you brought that up, I forgot he even did that. You know what I, <laughs> oh, I mm-hmm. remember here. I, I don't care about these people in terms of like what they do in their personal lives. Mm-hmm. If she wants to get back with him, if he's changed his ways and he he wants he's more so on the 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 tip of just doing the right thing and he's on a straight and narrow, good for mm-hmm. them. good for them. and if he's not good for them, they've decided to have another kid, and that's on them. They're rich enough to have another kid and period. He- so what what is the issue? What is it? I, I that's that's beyond me how people like to get in other people's business. I don't I don't get that.
1: It's retarded. Yeah.
2: It's crazy. It's crazy. But
0: uh speaking of some more entertainment news, well, here's a thought, Janine. You you said we covered the verses, but here's a thought. There was another verses that was not spoken of that was actually before that one, one in Trina versus Miss Eve. Now, did anyone get the chance of catching that one just yet? Nope. Nope.
2: Wow. Nobody. I think there was a fight that night.
1: <laughs> I was I was talking to Jude, my husband, about this. Like, um, as much as like I can respect the fact that Trina um definitely put on for Miami and she held her own. own a uh, group of uh masculine men you know like trick daddy and stuff i was never like a a, a crazy trina fan or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or 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 knew her songs front to back i knew that she was the baddest b and that's what she, what she called herself mm. <laughs> but yeah yeah i don't know yeah. i really wasn't running to hear versus
0: it, yeah, I can understand what you mean. Um, I just didn't like the matchup, honestly, uh, because all due respect to Trina, I mean, I don't think she just had standalones like that enough to really just kind of match up with someone like Eve. Like, I, I thought Eve deserved a better, like, opponent, I guess, in a way, mm-hmm. like, you know, like- Who
1: would you have preferred to see Eve go up against?
0: Lil' Kim, easily, you know, okay. I would have rather that have been a thing because they were more kind of neck and neck at that time in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like they were both kind of doing their thing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. especially because it's like they married each other in a way, cause you know, Bad Boy, Junior Mafia, Rough Riders, you know, it just it mm-hmm. had that, that mm-hmm. feel, you know, mm-hmm. two chicks that come from, you know, one from Philly, one from New York, regular chicks and you know philly and new york don't mess with each other exactly Mm -hmm. it just would have it would have messed a little better to me you know what i'm saying i feel like that would have just been a better matchup per se from you know in my taste but you know i mean i'm i'll have to check it out probably just to see how it turned out but like i said with trina it was just like i think i only know maybe one or two songs of hers maybe and i didn't even really just follow them like that uh but It was what it was, man. It was what it was. But there is one more versus that is on its way, ladies and gentlemen. But this is not a versus. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a fans battle, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a fans battle that is very much on its way, coming to you live this upcoming Saturday, July the 3rd, a day before the 4th of July, so ladies and gentlemen, I have to ask, this is the most Atlanta-based battle in Atlanta history, and I have to start with the Atlanta native in the building, and I must ask, Queen Janine, you have, in your red corner, you know, (laughs) coming straight out of Bankage, you already know, none other than T-I, of the South, T-I-P, however you wanna look at them, you got Mr. TI going one-on-one in the blue corner with my boy, none other than you already know him, Mr. Disturb the Peace himself, Luda Chris, ladies and gentlemen. So uh mean thoughts, predictions. How do you expect this to turn out based off these two Atlanta Giants?
1: Not that we're all on Team Ti, but I feel like we should all come with our hats like perched on the corner of our heads, just, <laughs> <laughs> just for the theatric. I but might I freshly
2: shave my head that night.
1: Please do, and like make sure you put the coconut oil. Make sure it's nice and shiny, so that it's-
2: <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> that's funny. I just got some new coconut oil this week too.
1: Okay. So. <laughs>
0: Uh Uh oh, uh -oh, I see you, brother. (laughs) It's for the
2: the beard and skin, you know. You gotta do it. You already know. Keep it it nice. I
1: got it. As far as predictions go, it can go either way, but I think it's gonna be similar to the uh, Drake and Jay Z battle where you're gonna realize just how much you rock with Luda. I think Luda is one of those artists that don't get his flowers as much either because Mm -hmm. you, because. Videos were a little more on the comedic side, or you think he's a little too animated. But Luda got bars, and he has hits. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's gonna make you. It, it's it's gonna force you to remember and force you to give that man his respect. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I think this battle is gonna be predicated upon the audience okay who do we have young people in the in the audience so we have like real hip-hop fans do we have does atlanta actually show up right that's really that's pretty much it does atlanta show up and i've been challenging atlanta ever since we've been we've we uh we've um announced this this battle y'all better show up because if you allow new york to show up uh, in the way uh, that you don't, I don't want to hear this Atlanta New York thing anymore, especially in the OCS group chat. I, I don't, I don't want to hear whether who you know who's better or who's. I don't nah, none of that, none of that, none of that. Y'all, Atlanta would forfeit at that point.
1: New Yorkers, what I need y'all to do is I understand that y'all are the mecca of hip hop and that's where it started. And y'all in your heart of hearts feel like y'all are the best at everything. But what's dope about this battle is I think this is when Atlanta uh, just took the music industry by the neck and we have yet to like, like everybody sounds like from here. So even if you're from New York, Bias shit aside <laughs> and really just respect the artists that are being presented on Saturday. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And plus mm-hmm. we gotta do it before TI gets canceled. That's really that's my main drive right now. <laughs> Ooh, so we gotta, we gotta do it so y'all
1: think TI is in fact gonna get canceled. That like, nigga is done. like he's canceled. I mean, y'all y'all think he's guilty? I don't know. I can't.
2: I
0: haven't paid attention to none of whatever this is supposedly with T.I. and I have not paid any attention. If he's canceled, I'll know it and I'll hear it. And I'll still listen to the guy more than likely, just like I probably have with R. Kelly and all these other people who are canceled. So, so much to say.
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether he's guilty or not. I don't, that's not for me to decide.
1: You just yeah. think cancel culture is going to take cancel
2: culture be- is taking his ass out. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's either that or the twist. One of the two are taking him out, so <laughs> you know, I, 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 as long as we can get it in before he's gone, hey, you know, give him his, his flowers and then send him off. You know, mm. <sighs> interesting.
1: Good story, we don't have to get into it. and. For a like Darius said is not for to decide whether or not he, he's guilty because no one was there we don't know it's mm-hmm. just hard to uh decide if what they say happened happened mm-hmm. when Atlanta is such a party uh it's 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 known for a strip club night and you drinking and you want to go do some like Freakies, like it's it's just hard to say if you were a victim or if he was down for the get down and then things didn't turn out the way you wanted to and now you're wanting to say that this person forced you to do some stuff
2: yeah I agree
1: with but that. but who knows I, I wasn't know. there I don't know but I love
2: he says he music. wasn't there either
1: okay well <laughs> <laughs> we shall see yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree I agree but ladies and gentlemen again it's going to be fun it's going to be epic make sure you tune in make sure you follow at OTS guys make sure you go to www.youtube.com slash OTS guys subscribe to the YouTube make sure you hit that notification bell so that when we go live at 8pm Eastern Standard Time this Saturday, July the 3rd. What a way to bring in the 4th. Then sitting back, kicking back with your buddies, your peoples, get all the drinks, all of what you need, and just have a great time with us right here in the OTS fam. So make sure you tune in this Saturday. Now, one more big quick news of entertainment to uh, cover. You know, this one's for my boy, Derek, real quick. You know, just cuz. Y'all already know, ladies and gentlemen. It was announced that none other than Mr. Jermaine J. Cole had his off-season tour dates announced. None other than, well, we already know all the cities that were listed. You name it, you go through it, and of course, Atlanta was definitely one of those cities. And uh, yeah, I know, Derek, uh, you were fighting to try to get some tickets, my man. I know it was, it was, yeah, it was, was a tough bro- battle that was rough that was
2: rough those <laughs> things were going tell me up. about it don't going
0: I going fast real fast don't i know did it sell out it's safe to say that sold
2: out i'm right? pretty sure At that sold out because pre-sales are already I when i when i got on the website the pre-sale tickets um were already like a lot gone so a
3: lot
2: gone yeah lot gone. <laughs> like, and crazy. i don't even know if that's a grammatically correct Sentence. It makes
1: sense to me. They were
2: just gone. We're adding it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Added yeah. It, to the list. it was like, it was like you go to the thing, you try to get a seat, the thing said, nigga, please. That's all I saw. Just... <laughs> so yeah, floor seats were already that was done. There was no way in hell you were getting a floor seat. So yeah, yeah. If if um, yeah, to have a lot of money, if you was gonna get one, that's for sure. I
1: was gonna say, how much are the four seats going for? That was
2: like five hundred a piece, I think. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna catch him on his next tour. I'm okay, and I I said that I said that four seals drive, and I also said a KOD. But this one, this one was a surprise. I didn't, I didn't expect him to come out with a tour this early. This early, you know, yeah. So. I could,
0: I could see that, you know, giving that uh, but I, I kind of expected it because really just we see that clearly if we didn't know we're back in the full swing of things, we see it with the sporting events and the playoffs, the crowds are there in full effect. Uh, the WWE is getting ready to get back on the road, starting in July, everybody's, you know, these tours are, are yes, coming back. In full effect. Yeah. Every, everybody. I mean, literally everybody <laughs> is back in full effect at this point. It's like yeah. we're back to live crowd experiences all the way around. So uh yeah this yeah. is uh this is uh gonna be interesting to see how things play out uh going into the rest of this year and going into next year because this is what people have been waiting for to experience life again. We outside, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I was fortunate enough to just like you go through that search of trying to get tickets and manage to get a couple uh even though I thought I wasn't gonna be able to get those myself because I had never in my life, been in a waiting line to get tickets on Ticketmaster. Ever. Yeah. With yeah. anything. Yeah. So I was like, what's a waiting line? You yeah. had this countdown clock saying that these tickets go live at this time and I was ready to pinpoint it right at 10 on the dot. Waiting line, 26 people ahead of you say, what? Wait a minute. But it did go fairly fast. So
2: you were right. People it were sitting up quick because they I, went from I, 26 to one in like two seconds yeah when i when i got on it was it says only six people in front of me i said i was i was confused too i was like wh- how is there a waiting like i've never seen a queue for a ticket but neither crazy i mean that that thing got got to me and then i i didn't know what to do i'm looking at it the chart and i'm just like jesus man jesus. Like, yeah
0: yeah i mean i was looking like this because to me beforehand the lowest ticket i saw was like 79 Mm-hmm. and i was like okay so that's the lowest is going for and then somehow i managed to see some 50 dollars tickets and was like
2: oh okay i heard those were there the yeah lowest i saw was 99 i didn't see anything was- 50 or 75 so but they were they were grabbing them up i guess because yeah i
0: mean man it, it was like whoa you know what yeah. i'm saying but yeah. uh it, you know, I was fortunate to get it. You know, I managed to get to and, uh, you know, I hate that my brother Derek was in the same search because I, I knew you were conflicting it because I saw where people like LJ and them were kind of like trying to see if you were going to come out to experience it. I know you were kind of battling like, do I want to? Am I ready for that yet?
2: It's not. It's not know? that I didn't want to. I It was more so, yeah, it's a COVID thing, but then like I get paid on the 15th and the 31st. Mm. so those went on sale right in between i had already mm. got paid you know what i'm saying so it's mm-hmm. like you know i i feel it man it that's why it was. I, it was like i was like
0: man if i knew Derek was on the search like me i would have snatched my boy up one just to have that extra
2: ticket but you know it's a long it's way good. to
0: september my brother so don't count it's yourself good. out It's Look, a long way to september
2: i'll, I'll so. say like this i will get my my this will give me time to buy all the vinyls, all the J Cole vinyls, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get this dude to sign every single one of them when I meet him. So, I, hey, facts. you know, one day, one day it'll happen. We'll work with him.
0: And who knows, people? You never know. You just might see J Cole right here on Pastor Ox.
2: Hey, I'm gonna tell you. Listen, I got into this. I I finally understand what manifesting and and all that is now. Like at the point now, where like I'm seeing it j cole is going to be working with us one day I, i'm putting that on 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 recording it's gonna happen you're gonna see it happen one day so
0: you yeah. heard it here first first yeah. peoples you already know and don't worry you may say oh how don't worry we got some that ain't for y'all, for y'all to y'all. figure out we got guests <laughs> coming right here for y'all on past Y'all thought we was done with our guest bag oh nah, nah. no we're nah. gonna get into that towards the end of the show but ladies and gentlemen Yeah, so off season, the tour is official. It's happening. I'm pretty sure it then sold out in record time. Who knows if they're still tickets? And that's for any city. But if not, it's surprising to me. I mean, but this man, they
2: whipped up fast. So shout out to J Cole. This is. Also for people like Marvel, I hope he's actually listening to this episode today.
1: Oh, he name dropping. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm i I'm a, I'm a drop weird now
2: because I'm tired I don't of people know. like Marvel. I'm Come tired on. of people like Marvel disrespecting this this man. Mm. Nicole has has proven to you time and time again why he gets why he deserves the accolades that he has. Get him. There is no if ands or buts about it. It's not a mistake. This is not a a, a thing of oh we're hyping over hyping this man. No, the hype is real. Get him, because your favorite rapper looks up to him. What you said? So that's all I gotta say. I'm, I'm Get that one alone. Stop, <laughs> put some respect on his name. That's all I gotta put say. Put some respect on his name. For it there. Oh snap! Wow. You know, shout out. To got hot in
1: hostas. here. I felt that. I know, <laughs>
2: yeah. Ooh. Hey man, look. Ooh. I might not be going to the concert, but I am a Cole. I am one of Cole's biggest fans. Oh, we know. That that ain't that ain't either. all
0: that's- of the past the ox universe knows. Trust that me, Every ain't, time that ain't that ain't so in dispute. your
2: ears. They know
0: who to hear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, no, that dead serious. You're absolutely right with what you're saying, Derek. So again, we've witnessed it firsthand off of trying to get our hands on these tickets with how mm-hmm. fast they were going. That's enough said. Might drop, period. Uh, so that being said. Uh, Let's go ahead and go into the meat of this exact episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Netflix dropped a series entitled This Is Pop. And This Is Pop was basically a series that basically just broke down different key game changers and moment changers in pop culture and history of pop music. Things that made you say, wow. Never would have known that or, wow, I didn't think about that. So what I want to cover is it's a two-part question for my great discussion panel in front of me. Uh, The first episode featured boys to men who also, for some reason, does not get the credit that they deserve, not just yet. Why we haven't seen a versus with these guys yet, I don't know. Because after watching this special, ladies and gentlemen, all I have to say is, these guys have yet to have gotten their flowers from anyone black or white but we're gonna get into that so i want to ask because i have to ask you guys on based on this first episode
3: Mm
0: -hmm. uh how do you feel when you innovate a style when you when you come out with a certain style Mm -hmm. and you dominate with that style and then suddenly white audiences who love the style suddenly take that style, innovate it, and mirror it to do exactly what you're doing, only with a white face. How does that make you feel when you see that happen? And then, of course, my second question will be in the second episode, which features none other than Mr. T. Payne, another Artist who does not, for some reason, get the respect that he deserves as a not inventor of autotune, as we saw in that episode. Mm-hmm. That man is incredibly rich, who we, we know as this day. But <laughs> someone who innovated autotune at a time when autotune was around, existed, but literally was not really, it was kind of secretive on what it was, how you use it, how you get to it. And with the fact of how auto-tune is so big now everywhere, all because of what T-Pain was doing and obsessed with doing and making his sound around this. How does it feel to be a guy like T-Pain where you feel that depression of thinking because you, you trailblaze and people feel like you're horrible. Or you kill the genre because of something you innovatively did. You know, so I want to open the floor to you guys. And, you know, feel free to answer whichever one you want first.
1: But uh okay. yeah, go ahead. That was a <laughs> that was a loaded question. Um, so to start with the boys and men, how do I feel about them uh creating a style, innovating a style? And the labels decide they're gonna take a couple of or a few white boys and mimic the style completely. It's just now a white face. It's frustrating. It's, it's, it's frustrating and it goes back to us talking about the TikTok creators and how, you know, when black creators decide to boycott and not do it first, and give y'all the blueprint what you come up with is very watered down and very unseasoned and whack as fuck excuse my (laughs) french um but i think shows like this are so important we grew up with these groups and as much as they are a part of our upbringing as as much as we have them on our playlist you don't necessarily know how groundbreaking they were! Like when they talked about how Boys to Men was the first R&B group to really cross over into pop because they had a little more of a clean-cut image versus like a Jodeci, and how they were accepted on both sides. Like that's really dope because I didn't even think about that. I just knew that they were a stamp in black culture. Didn't realize that pop accept pop accepted them like that. Then it's interesting to really break it down, which we've talked about before, the difference, but pop music is pop is popular music. So in theory, it should be whatever the streets gravitate to or whatever mainstream gravitates towards.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: what separates the pop genre from R&B is usually skin color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's frustrating. Then when you have Nick Lachey come on, <laughs> and talk about how 98 Degrees legit was modeled after them. And as much as he tried to like be nice about it and give boys to mend their props and say that they looked up to them, the matter of the fact is, is that you copied their style and you reaped the benefits of all the hard work that they ultimately did.
2: Yeah yeah that's that is frustrating but i mean again and what they touched upon on the episode this has been something that's historically gone on this is nothing new yeah, yeah this it's cool.
0: nothing michael bivens made it. that very very yeah. key when he said that mm-hmm. it goes
2: back to elvis mm-hmm. crying out loud and
0: and so many more so yeah uh you know Derek, how did that make you feel because i know how strong and passionate you are when it comes to the black race in terms of you know how you feel about things and so musically uh how does how did seeing that were you angered at it i know you were frustrated but were you angry did you shake your head like how did you feel in witnessing
2: that with what you saw i i wasn't frustrated or angry i wasn't shocked mhm I, all all i saw <laughs> was same strategy, new decade. There was nothing. There, there's nothing different. I mean, it still takes place to this to this day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then when someone that tries to cross over into into what is known as a white space, uh, like Lil Nas X trying to cross over into country, uh, mm-hmm. he's demonized for that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 annoying because you see uh, you see how how strategic they are with this like it doesn't matter how clean cut you are as a black artist it doesn't matter how how much you're not in trouble how how well your image looks it doesn't none of that matters you're still black that's, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's all it is. It, it's got nothing to do with, with whether you're 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 good and you do the right things or like and they and, and they, they they said it. Boys to men work twice as hard to get to the, the peak level, and that's <clears throat> that's where these boy bands like 98 degrees and, and NSYNC started.
1: Mm-hmm. They started where their peak was. And I remember one one of the people being interviewed was like, you know, they take these white boys and they have this guise of like having black swag. And, but do they though, like when they did the montage of the boys to to men video and then like flashing back between boys to men to to 98 degrees, boys to men to NSYNC and how stiff they were trying to dance. It was-
2: It was cringe.
1: It was cringeworthy and even though it's nothing new, I think it's the reminder yeah. it it, it just all over again <laughs> it just like
2: Jay-Z said it still nigga. it doesn't matter. it doesn't matter you you're you're still a black person that's at the end of the day that's what's going to hold you back for from, from certain things in in terms of what white people like like that and that's the thing they had a majority white audience that's another thing that was just like i didn't even know that yeah i'm Mm -hmm. looking at like because we grew up in an era where we we just always knew boys to men right yeah like from my perspective i'm looking at them like i actually thought they had a majority black audience and that's Mm -hmm. because everywhere i went where i heard the music played black mm-hmm. people were playing the music playing i the music. never to this day i have never heard a white person play boys in Men. yeah and but i think with what you're
0: saying i think a lot of that in part now is because of the instincts and the back because now they'll
2: play those groups mm-hmm. before they play a boys to Men. do you know right? what's funny i don't really consider i don't consider and sync r&b well, no, that's the thing though. They're
0: pop. That does their they're pop. pop. Yeah. We know they're pop, but I'm yeah. saying white but, people, most white people will not mention they're gonna mention them before they mention a the boys to men. That's why oh, you are sure black folks play him play them more.
2: For you sure. No, but I'm saying because they, they, they talked about it in, in, in that piece about how ninety-eight degrees and well more so ninety-eight degrees did the harmonizing aspect that boys to men did they did that to a T in terms of the layers and all that other stuff. So, like, even watching, it, I was like, yeah, I don't remember thinking 98 Degrees was ever R&B. I never listened to 98 Degrees. I never what listened I to 98 I've heard, I, listen, <laughs> I've heard some of their songs. But, of course, NSYNC was the group that we really knew. Um, and Backstreet Boys. And Backstreet so, yeah. Boys but, I never considered any of those those groups, R and B groups. Like I consider mm-hmm. Boyz R and B group. I consider uh, uh 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 like Jagged Edge. Like they're all R and B, right? I never look at at those other groups. Like oh yeah, they belong in an R and B category. No, they're pop. That's mm-hmm. that's how I see yeah. it. And and it's very interesting. I. I really never even looked at them as saying, oh yeah, they, they're they harmonizing and all that stuff. I just, they're, they're singing pop music. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. You know, um, seeing this for me reminded me of, as a Christian rapper, this reminded me of what we kind of go through on our side of things, because Lecrae uh, arguably as people call him, uh, the goat of Christian rap right now because he's the more the most known Christian rapper in terms of crossing over on both sides of the field like that. It's crazy because he gets flat nowadays because of the fact that once he started speaking out about black issues in mm-hmm. his music,
3: mm-hmm.
0: the CCC or CCM, which is contemporary Christian music, so the, the, the white Christian rock music, if you will, uh, they were like, oh, oh, no, like it was, we were all loving Lecrae until he started, you know, trying to tell the truth about what's going on. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, you know, they're casting him down. Then comes a guy named NF who looks, sounds, and raps just like Eminem who is right on par with Lecrae, if not bigger than Lecrae, and still killing charts to this day right now. That reminded me of exactly what this is right now when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Because even in a world of religious world, it's, it's you know, it just goes so like what my mom always said about, you know, regardless if it's gospel music, Christian music, it's the same thing. It's the same, because it's still industry and it's still a business and it's the same thing where that pattern of, okay, this Black person here that has this talent and this ability, Mm. it's gonna, you know, and and it's weird because again, with the Black audiences, it's amazing that, you know, we listen to each other, we support each other, but we don't buy the music the way the white ones do, where you really blow up because of the white audiences. But then the moment they find a version that is a copycat version of you, That looks just like them suddenly you don't matter anymore because then that person gets that same popularity because they just took everything Mm -hmm. you did and it's almost one of those things where you wonder because then i think about like a you know it's i started thinking about a michael jackson i'm like well okay you couldn't find anybody to mimic that guy Mm -hmm. but what did he do skin got bleached next thing you know he's got this white appearance yeah okay prince you can't find anybody to mimic Prince, but Prince is mixed, so he could kind of get away with it a little bit, you know. I guess you know if you want to look at it that way. But what do you what do you do as a black person? Do you uh, have to just really make yourself
2: so? They black they they mess principle for a while too.
1: Because Prince was more problematic in a sense of like, you. Uh, Michael Jackson would speak about our issues in song, right? But you mm-hmm. wouldn't see him in interviews or being vocal about things in the manner that Prince did.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Prince
1: was more problematic.
2: Yeah. Print. Print. And and that and don't ever let it be where a black man or a black woman is an artist mm-hmm. speaking up about issues that they're passionate about. It's always that a black artist has to be within this cookie cutter type of mold and if you if you get out of that they throw you away we don't rock with you no more. no, yeah. no. There's, there's no there's no why why should we rock with you because you're not doing what we want you to do yeah. and they'll and they'll go they'll go find someone that replaces you that's it and I
1: think the scary part for uh the elitist white or the pure white man or whatever is with all <laughs> as as well as athletes like we we were seeing a time where now your white and order has posters on their wall of these black athletes of Mm -hmm. these black singers and they are inspired by them and they want to be like them and i think that that's a scary part for them too like the fact that we're inspiring kids versus them having an Elvis on their wall or a Britney Spears on their wall. Like we're not as palatable. Am I saying that we're right? You know what I'm trying to say? I palatable. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as as they are. We'll see, and that's another thing.
2: It, it it I think social media plays a big part in that now. Cuz back in the 90s white kids having, you know, the these groups on their posters On their walls like that versus today where these white people they and they they didn't have i'm not going to say that i'm not going to give an excuse for anything like that right yeah it's it is what it is but what i will say is that the level of exposure for white kids back then was more so limited than it is now you have Mm -hmm. social media where these kids their parents can't control what they see
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Plain is simple. They cannot control what it is that they're listening to. They can't control uh, 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 who, who, what artists they they like. It, it, you got a phone. You 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 have access to the world, right? So, I think that's the major difference between the 90s and today, uh, is the level of exposure that it, that a child has, um, which is why we're seeing more white kids. Gravitate toward these athletes or artists that back then they wouldn't gravitate toward like that, not in that way, and actually care about what they're talking about. That's another thing. They actually they're fighting their parents mm-hmm. on these specific beliefs. That's what's ooh, really it's so good. Off. Nice. Oh, I love to watch it. Oh, oh. Ooh, it's so oh, good. It just. It, mm. Mm. I, I, I I could I could drink rum while watching that and (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's like it's 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 just that's what i find very interesting is there's a a different dynamic in terms of exposure uh Mm -hmm. between both both uh time eras and i don't know i I think that these kids today i don't have much interaction with them right Mm -hmm. but i find that is very interesting that they're coming to a place now where they're actually fighting against their parents on their beliefs and now they're having a discord you know what i'm saying and and it's like now we're seeing that we have allies with these white kids isn't that weird like it's a good weird but it's weird
1: we were just having this conversation the other day me and jude about how we're almost kind of getting back to a point where it's segregated again, where it's like, I am so pro-Black that I'm not trying to hear nothing or even fathom that I do have a white ally. Mm -hmm. But the matter of the fact is, is that we are reaching a point, like you said, to where, like, they have access to everything that we have access to as far as seeing what is being done and seeing how we're taking advantage of so to speak. And they genuinely, like you said, are not rocking with it. Right. And and I think we do have to get to a point where, yes, if I am the innovator, I deserve my just due. I should read the same benefit, not more than what you have. Mm-hmm. But we do have to appreciate the fact that they are inspired by us now, and that we do have allies.
2: Yeah, yeah. And there's and there's a difference between being inspired and stealing. I would love yeah. for people to really understand yes. that. Like like what we saw with 98 Degrees and Sync, Backstreet Boys, they stole a style. They stole yes. a look. They stole a sound. Mm-hmm. And all it was, like you said, putting white figures in that place, mm-hmm. and it's and it's and crazy. Then, and then this trying at to the add it of, of boy men This wasn't mm-hmm. even like it wasn't even like boy Men dipped off and was just like they were they mm-hmm. were no one. They like they they had just said they had just sold out a, a, a Madison Square Garden, and then this stuff started popping up. You know what I'm saying? Like this is at the
1: height of their of their career, right? And, and no shade, but shade. Like the talent level is not where boys like y'all can't blow the way boys to like y'all see that part where, where people were saying, um, end of the road. You can't do it, bro. Oh
2: my bruv. God. Oh my <laughs> you God. can't. Yeah. And
1: the fact that you're not even up to par talent wise and mm. still managing to just knock them off. Their swerve is ridiculous.
2: How about this? It says a lot of, of a lot of things that of all those three groups, mm-hmm. only one person is still successful with their music today. Justin Timberlake.
1: Justin Timberlake. Okay, I was like, are we talking about the same person? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's
0: because yeah. he's a different case. And that's he because was, he's
1: different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. But what I find interesting is what we learned a little bit after this so-called jacking of styles here. Now, I guess what I would ask you guys before we go to the next part of this is, suppose they didn't do this whole Instinct Backstreet Boys 98 Degrees thing, right? Let's say none of them came up around the time of when Boys to Men was peaking. What we also saw was in their decline per se was the fact of where r&b was headed directional wise Mm -hmm. in terms of merging with Mm hip-hop and i think we even had a discussion about this before where how hip-hop is r&b kind of this this Mm -hmm. this bout sounds like where r&b quote-unquote died in some way in some people's views. Of the Definitely. whole fusing with hip hop thing, because yeah. then it was boys to men couldn't really do that when they tried it in their first album, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they weren't really built for that. They were built, like how they said, with temptations and like the old school way of like the 50s, 60s style, where it's like mm-hmm. we're a four man quartet, we have these harmonic, melodic, harmonic like voices and we have a true old-school gentleman throwback style. Now, NSYNC and them stole the style, and then they just blew up in their own way because of stealing their style. So let's take that out of the equation. If that never happened in musical history, Mm -hmm. given where R&B was headed with hip-hop and the emergence of hip-hop, as they said, southern hip-hop, northern hip-hop, east, west, all of that, would boys Men still have been at the top, even with the way music was heading, R and B and hip hop wise? Yeah, because it wasn't
1: think...
2: it wasn't like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying. I think so. Please continue. Oh,
2: um, no, I I think it would have because they were already still doing their thing. All all that happened was that R and B took a, a a different course. They went on a different course and started to, to merge with hip hop. It's not that this, this didn't happen when they came out,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, that, that happened toward the tail end of, of their peak. And I think that that's, I actually would not have minded seeing what they would have done in that moment, had they continued and, and, and gone down that path of, of, of moving with the merger or not moving with it. Because it would have been interesting to see what what sounds they came out came up with, you know. I, I I would have. Everybody else was pretty much doing it at that point, so why not? But I don't I don't think that I don't think anything would have been different.
1: Yeah, I just think they would have continued on to do their thing. Yeah. Being knocked off their pedestal because they have imitators, mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. Facebook.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: And We've it. seen
2: imitators.
0: <laughs> We've seen duplicators. But you never on this underestimate the originators. Ladies and gentlemen, so Most give definitely. Boys to Men their respect. If you have not seen This Is Pop, go watch the very first episode and watch that special on Boys to Men because it is very much, you can see, and I, I felt heartbreak personally because you could see the. Frustration in that group. Oh yeah. Yeah. Off of what happened. Because they knew where they were at and where they were headed and how that could have kept going. The moment they derailed that, because of copycat images, just made it seem that much more like a heartbreak. Like,
2: dude, well why'd I y'all th- have to do that to them like that? I think it it was a combination of things though. Like it was that and also that michael didn't want to do it anymore you know like and i think that that part of the that episode was kind of interesting to me because to be completely honest i still really don't know what the whole story is with that thing like why i i always heard it was more so health reasons right like he had ms i think right
0: I wasn't sure. I never really uh dug It was a reason so deep into them to find out like I've always remembered them to be deep, but I didn't realize after a while. I kind of forgot about that fourth member where I, again, I never really knew
2: he just I just thought he died or something for some reason. Nah, nah, he was sick. I do know he was sick, but and that was, that was the reason why he was walking around with the walking stick. Like people thought it was just, you know, just a part of his style but it was more so of a necessity that he had the walking stick so i always chalked up to that they didn't even mention that they mentioned about how he didn't want to basically be there and then there was a there was a loss of respect you know what i'm saying and i actually wanted them to dive a little deeper into that part they just kind of like mentioned like like oh yeah by the way and excuse me what and the they kept going. yeah and like it was like yeah. two minutes well <laughs> maybe
0: that'll be one of those things when they get their own because you, you know it's gonna happen i mean they're gonna get their own story whether it's through a biopic or whether it's through just a documentary i don't want to they'll see get it. their own story where you I don't want to file pick
2: from them I don't
0: want about It's
1: like the new edition one. I'm here for new edition biopic. Well, was really good. That's man. that's
0: what I'm saying. Because if you remember, Neen, that new edition biopic actually had Boyz II Men in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it can easily be from those creators. They can take that very story from that point, started with that scene, and just transition to their story if they want to do that. Well, the reason why I'm
2: saying I don't want to see is because I know they're. Easily going to do lip sync. I, I with the new edition one, those guys were actually performing, right?
0: Some of those guys, yeah, and some, some of those, of and
2: some, them. and some of those scenes, they were actually performing. I don't want to hear someone attempt voice to men musically. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I you find the right actors right. actually sing, that won't be a problem, but it's just a matter you got to find the right actor
2: who can actually act and actually sing and then the, and then the harmonizing that that's that's the biggest thing about boys to men and like that's what they were talking about on there is like they were one of the first to really go into that harmonizing and doing that 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 layering aspect to where they're showing they don't need a lip sync you know what i'm saying and 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 for me, like I would, if 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 you could find actors that could sing like that, and can act, I'm all for it. To be completely honest, I highly doubt that they exist. Yeah, I otherwise they'd be out performing right now, or we would have heard something.
1: <laughs> Do not know any man boy bands ever coming back? Yeah, or or quartet or just a group? Do we see that coming back? Because I feel like everything we've seen has kind of been like a manufactured, this is a singing contest, we are looking for a group. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of forcing these people together. But I I don't know, like, do y'all, think that was just a phase? And we've, <laughs> we're just done with that?
0: I don't think you will, honestly, yeah. Uh especially on the black end of things, because it's just going to be another set where some Jonas brothers or something like that's going to come along and it's going to be up. Yep. Shiny new toy put off to the side, Mm -hmm. just like Woody. Oh, here's buzz. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Woody.
1: We got buzz. Now we're playing with space. This takes me back to a conversation we had in pre-production about toy story, (laughs) not all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I, know,
0: I know I know sorry people I didn't mean to do that you know uh, but uh yeah okay so moving on then to the second half of this really quickly another artist that is very disrespected um let's talk about this auto-tune generation and how this catapulted from the man known as t-pain teddy Pendergrass down Uh, guys, what did you think and how do you feel learning some of these things about T-Pain that we did not know?
1: I thought it was interesting that the clip that kind of went viral or the part that went viral was him saying, uh, Usher telling him that he ruined, put him into a four-year depression. Initially I'm like T-Pain who cares like Usher is out here giving away Usher books like it it's fine it doesn't matter but at the same time I've never had anybody that I looked up to or that inspired me or that I low key wanted to make proud tell me that I ultimately ain't shit or 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 mm-hmm. that I ruined something so I've never been in that space and I I can understand how that was traumatic for him. But I also understand it how, not that he invented auto tune, but he was the one to do it right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. to do it when you're introducing a new sound, people who are in their bag or who are purists or whatever, are not going to accept it because now you are threatening what their bread and butter is, so to speak.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I, um, so T-Pain to me revolutionized auto-tune, right? Mm-hmm. He did it the same way I think black people revolutionized basketball and mainly Michael Jordan. I, like it it didn't become global until Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Until yeah. until he entered the scene. Like it was it was big, but it became global when he when he touched it. And I think I think I think T-Pain was the same thing with with uh, AutoTune. Um to be completely honest, like I, back in that time, like I only wanted to hear T Pain do auto tune. It it, whenever I would hear other people do it, I'm like, yeah, that's not something doesn't sound right. And like I I was just I'm just as a fan, I wasn't even coming at it from a production uh, uh perspective. It was more so just as a fan. I didn't like it because they were trying to copy him. Mm-hmm. And to me, it had nothing to do with T-Pain ruining something. I, I think um, I think it's horrible that he got this big, I mean, this bad um, reputation that he ruined R&B or he ruined music. To be completely honest, I didn't even think about T-Pain as a singer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I wasn't even thinking about what does he sound like without autotune? it 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 never it never clicked to me until that um that tiny Desk uh performance it 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 just never clicked to me how he actually sounded and to hear that he's actually like he's an actual singer like i know he's shocked that everybody looked at it like whoa you can actually sing you got like look at it from our perspective this all we've known is you with this mechanical voice you know what i'm saying like Outside of interviews, like when you're performing, I've like I never thought of oh yeah, T Pain is an actual singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just speaks to how well he. How much of a genius he is because he utilized auto tune, perfectly, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um and and. It was it was his um. It was his calling card. It was like it was, you know how it was. It was his signature. You know how like Michael Jordan, one of his signatures was was like sticking his tongue out when he dunked. Mm-hmm. That was that was his thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I like I appreciate that, and I, I like I hate that it took until 2014 for for mainstream to really appreciate T Pain. But I think all of us coming up in that time. Appreciated the hell out of him, you know, and I always wanted to hear more from him. So I, I like, I think it sucks that that uh sparked a depression in him for especially for four years. Um, but I think Usher was blaming T Pain for what R&B did, not what T Pain did. We just talked about it. R&B merged with hip hop. What did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? I mean, once once you go into that into that realm and you you get away from what we universally understood R&B to be, R&B was never going to be the same again. That was more so the 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 the, the death of R&B versus, versus versus autotune. You know what I'm saying? That that's what i got from it. So Yeah, I was going
0: to ask you guys, um How did that make you guys view Usher knowing that story?
1: I can appreciate Usher for being honest. However, like, it sucks when an OG like dismisses something that someone up and coming is doing because it doesn't fit what you've done. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And it really sucks. And I think what is funny, is that how T-I, not T-I, oh my gosh, T-Pain <laughs> <laughs> got blamed for ruining R&B or, you know, ruined music with autotune. It came to a point where you had to come to T-Pain for a hit. Like, even if you was talking mess, you had to still come to him. Yeah. Mm. So at the end of the day, you talked all that stuff for what reason? It's and he's worked with everybody from mm-hmm. hip-hop to pop to mm-hmm. yeah, like he, he has been able to to uh, cross over in genres. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. There was, um, I'll still never forget, 2007 is the year of these three men. T-Pain, Akon, and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you heard those three that entire year on everything, everywhere. Yep. yep. Whether they were on a hook, or was there a, a feature verse, a remix, or a full song. Mm-hmm. Those were the three throughout that entire year. They carried the year of 2007 single handedly. Mm hmm. And that right there should say enough about why this man should get the respect that he deserves. Everybody can't do that when everybody wants to. And then
1: even to know the, the work that he put in, like he was talking about how he would like purchase these packs and go through every single preset, go through every single thing until he found it not many people can say that they're passionate enough about their craft to put in time like that. Like if it's not hand, handed to you easy on a platter, you're like, okay, well then I'm not doing that. So to yeah. know the work and the time and, 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 and the passion behind his sound was there, like it makes me respect him even more.
0: Yeah, as an artist, I can definitely uh, say when I saw that, I could relate to that in terms of it is not easy when you're trying to differentiate yourself and then you listen to something and you hear something in effect and you go through every preset. Now, it's, I love how he mentioned cracked because I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I relate to. Cracked fires, where you literally are going through everything, you're trying to get everything you can literally to see what you can find. And when he found that, it just, it just signifies so much. Um, and I would ask y'all, what do y'all think about just from that point on of like, when they talked about the viral YouTube video guys, I just no, I never knew their names. I just knew them as the guy that made the little, uh, you know, embed intruder song and all of that jazz. But even when auto-tune got to that point where it, once again kind of similar to the boys to men type of thing. Mm-hmm. White guys get their hands on it, it goes viral on YouTube, and now all of a sudden everybody in their mama likes Auto-Tune now. Everybody wants to use AutoTune. Commercials,
2: movies. It was everywhere after that.
0: And still to this day cuz it yeah. hasn't gone anywhere.
2: Yeah. It's
0: amazing what yeah. uh what we witness when you see these type of things. And um, yeah, man, just the irony of artists wanting to work with you for something you revolutionized, not created, but just revolutionized, you know, really yeah. truly, you know, and, and uncovered a world that mainstream was trying to quietly hide uh, as something as, oh, no, it's not what it is. And it is what it is. yeah, And then it gets blown up to something completely bigger. Um, Says a lot about, to me, it says a lot about how many people don't like change either. You know? Oh Yeah,
2: we're creatures of habit.
0: Yeah.
1: It sucks whenever you're like the pioneer of something, like you put in the hard work and like you go through the scrutiny and you have all these sacrifices just for people after you to kind of easily be able to do it.
0: True because I'm glad you said that name because that was one of my favorite quotes from T-Pain when he said generally if you're the first to do something Mm
3: -hmm. isn't
0: until someone else comes along to do it and capitalize off what you did first nobody likes Mm -hmm. it because you're the first to do it and then when other people start to do it it just they get all the credit for it
2: yeah I mean like and and I, I like I don't know why this is related back to basketball to me for some uh some, so some many reason.
1: basketball references I know, I know. <laughs> such a
2: basketball head you are yeah. my guy <laughs> but it was also like like how LeBron with the decision right like he was like heavily scrutinized with that decision going down to Miami right and now all of a sudden you see players peers his own peers scrutinized him for doing that and now you see a lot of a lot of players around the league over the last 10 years or so hey i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take my career in my own hands and go play where i want to play you know and Mm -hmm. and 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 that revolutionized that revolutionized not only basketball that's across that's sports in general because now a lot of uh, like nfl players are doing the same thing so it's like it's just funny how when you see someone that that do that will do something has the balls to actually go out and say, I'm going to do XYZ. I don't care if you hate me for it, do it. And it changes the landscape. It completely changes changes the landscape. Those those are the those are the legends. And the fact that T Pain did something like that, and a lot of people don't consider him don't a lot of people don't consider him to be one of the greats. He's one sure. of the greats to me. You know, like, to revolutionize how uh, music was done, but to revolutionize a sound.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: he took that, that. Of course, that was something that that was done before and, and utilized in the 90s, but no one ever took it and, and said, I'm going to create this sound with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's 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 genius. Mm-hmm. That's and genius. credit to him also,
0: as we mentioned, he also gave credit to the fact of little how we forget bringing it to the '80s with Zapp and Rogers. Yes, and the fact that yes. that was a sound.
2: Oh my! That God. was
0: very much used in the '80s, and mm-hmm. he said it wasn't a problem then. So
1: why is it a problem now? This
2: was a sound,
0: but it was, we, a problem it was a problem
1: <laughs> back then because re, re, yeah. re, remember they did it or they did a uh, snippet of an interview with Robin where people were criticizing him for doing it. He was like, do your thing. And if your thing is really as good as you say it is, then what I'm doing should not affect you. Ultimately is what yeah. he was saying.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: It's crazy. Um, I guess with that being said, um, as we get ready to close this thing out, I would say to you guys, or I will ask you guys, what is, to to the listener that's probably asking this question, what's the overall moral of the story between both of these individuals that were mentioned? And and, and a little Nas X too. I know we didn't really touch on it as much, but even with that on the countryside of things to cross over and revolutionize that in a different way and change that sound. What does it mean? What's the moral of this initial story overall as a whole?
1: Derek, you first.
2: I was hoping you would go first.
1: I don't have a, it, I think it's easier to say with T-Pain versus boys and men. Cause with boys and men, that's a system thing. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how that's going to be solved. I think, I don't know because we're still dealing with it with smaller things like t- TikTok creators. But as far as the T-Pain thing goes, um, bro, like, Hey, Stay true to what you want to do and don't listen to what other people have to say, even if these are your mentors, if these are people that you look up to, because real is, or yeah, real recognizes real for lack of better words. And if you're genuine and passionate about what you're doing, they're going to have to jump on board eventually, which is what happened with T-Pain. Everybody had to jump on board and they're still riding the wave that is the T-Pain auto-tune sound.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that we have to do a better job as the audience of Mm -hmm. appreciating these artists in general. Um, Even if they're not revolutionizing something, like just appreciate their art because you see how much work goes into it we are artists right like we know we have different mediums but we we know what it's like to be an artist and to be a creative right when when you're talking about people that don't understand it that is so frustrating it's so frustrating as a creative to come across people that aren't creatives and don't understand your thought process like just think about how how um, how much further Boys Men would have gone had people either in the industry or in the audience just really supported their, their creativity. Look, Think about how much more T-Pain would have done in the early 2000s had people in the industry more so in the industry supported what he was doing as a creative you don't like what he's doing cool but think about what it is that he's doing that could actually like what this artist is doing that could actually uh change the game in general or how it can make things better how can we improve with what you're doing you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day we're all we're all on one team as a, as creatives right we all mm-hmm. do the same thing just differently and this is my last basketball reference it's basically like we're all on one team right <laughs> we've all played different positions not everybody's going to do the same thing but we the, at the end of the day the end of the goal is a w right like mm-hmm. i want to see you win i want like it doesn't Especially in today's day and age where, where we have social media, everybody can eat. It's not a thing of, like, we're all taking pieces from one pie. You know how many pies there are? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Grab a spoon. Like, eat. Like, like go for it. This, this, this is the time to do it. And we just have to support each other. At the end of the day, like, I think that's what the common thread is starting start to support artists. In general, that's pretty much it. Uh
0: Great answers uh, from the both of you with what you had to say um, and all I'll add to that is just again, as you said Derek, support creativity understand that just because it doesn't sound or look the way you may like it to sound that's good because if everybody's music sounded the same it would be one boring world of music just like life wouldn't it if everybody lived the same lifestyle and was the same exact personality would it not be boring yes you need a standout color you need a standout sound you need a standout style Why? Because it embraces change. When you see things that are different, it's what you need. And uh, stop playing follow the leader. okay? Now, everybody's not meant to be a leader. Some are meant to be followers. But stop playing follow the leader. Okay? Just because this person doesn't like it doesn't mean that you don't have to not like it either because that person doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. If you know you secretly like it, stand up for it and say you like it. All right. Or that you love it for that matter. Okay. Stop following the leader. Oh man, I'm, I'm insecure because that person doesn't like it, but I secretly love it. So I'm going to act like I don't like it because that person doesn't like it either. Mm. And then next thing you know, it's a whole world of everybody doesn't like this when half of you probably secretly like it. So mm. stop that. Stop it. Just stop. Okay. So that being said, consider flowers given. Two Boysterman, to Men, two T-Pain, and even to Lil Nas X as well for what he did uh, with Old Town Road as well in the country lane like that. So at the end of the day, be you. Thank you guys so much for what you do if you're a pioneer in this thing and what you continue to create. Up and coming artists, same to you, continue to do what you're doing those who inspire you, even if an OG tells you otherwise, continue to do you. Uh, So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it has been such a phenomenal, phenomenal time. I mean, we literally literally had a real great time. I mean, guys, what an episode. You know what I mean? We discussed a lot, we covered a lot, we vented a lot. But nonetheless, Make sure you tune in with us very, very soon, all right? Because we got a lot in store. We got a very, very dope, special, legendary guest coming to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Not gonna announce who it is. You'll find out. Just keep rocking with us and tune in until next time. And uh, well, you already know what time it is. So until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. Make sure you tune in for that fans battle this upcoming Saturday, as we mentioned. I'm Dwayne, that's Janine, this is Derek, and we are signing out.
2: I should pass to you.